you know, I, I would argue that one of the one of the greatest legacies of Mary Kay Ash, one of the nicest things she did for her community and for North Texas, was pulling in all of her consultants to a big seminar, big convention in the middle of summer when the hotel rooms are empty and nobody's at the convention center and the restaurateurs are just tickled to death to see anybody walk in. And they're back again, finally. 29,000 hotel rooms will be filled over a one-month period. And the host, the man who gets to wear the, uh, the welcoming tuxedo, is David Hull, who's chairman and CEO of Mary Kane, joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Great to see you again, David. Great to be here. Yeah, you know, and we, gosh, I remember when we, we talked when you first had to cancel this thing, when COVID first broke out. And I know... You know, all the consultants were unhappy because they like to all get together. And like I say, all of Dallas really was hurt when they don't show up. Yeah, I mean, talk about being able to pivot like a bunch of companies had to do. But to have a convention that big and then just a couple months beforehand go, sorry, we can't do it. And then have to not have it again last year. So we are excited and they are excited to be back together. We, we miss being in their physical space for sure. And it's so big, you can't do it all at once. So there, what, if memory serves, there's a series of one-week seminars that go out over now a four-week period? Um, not quite four weeks, but we have four seminars that are each four days each. Um, and so you, by the end, you've, it doesn't matter if it's Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, Sunday. It's, we call it day zero, day one, day two, day three. Wow. And so seminars. you're halfway through right now? We are exactly halfway through. We just finished up our second one this morning around noon. Wow. So tell me about uh, tell me about this, you, because I, I don't think people around here understand that, that Mary Kay, I mean, it's a big deal in the U.S., but you're in 40 countries. We're talking about millions of, literally millions of people spread out all over 40 different countries. Um, are they, These are just U.S. people that you bring in here? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just the U.S. and we are in almost 40 countries and we are impacting millions of lives, you know, every year for sure. Uh, but during the U.S. seminar, like for this, for example, this one that just ended, we had uh, people consultants in from about five European countries. And then oh. the next one will have five more countries. It'll just be a, a trip, a winter, winter's trip for them um, to earn a trip to come over to our seminar and to Dallas and they have fun. Pink cars? You still uh, are there still pink Cadillacs? Yeah, oh yeah, we still give away pink Cadillacs. I mean, they've got to earn them, and uh, you know, people—they're not just Cadillacs though anymore, because not everybody wants a Cadillac. Oh, we a love them. Actually, did you have a Tesla that you were giving away for a while? <laughs> I, I'm, there's been people that have, I'm sure that have gotten them and then painted them our Mary Kay pink, but we <laughs> haven't given away a, a Tesla yet. Um, but we've we've given away Mercedes if you're in Germany or BMWs. Just depending on what country you're in, it can be a different kind, different model. Well, so you're a great indicator of global economics right now because you you touch so much of the globe. And I, what I keep hearing about is that we are in a global slowdown. Is that what you see? Yeah, we definitely have felt it. Um, you know, we were big in Russia, big in Ukraine, um, and big in markets like Germany. And certainly the tension over there and the war over there has spilled over into other markets, you know, like Germany, like Poland. Uh, but despite all that, we can 
we can't use that as an excuse because we can do well in times when um, the economy isn't rolling. And actually, we've had this conversation before, but because we've been, you know, in 20 years, you've been through a lot of ups and downs in the economy. And it seems like in an economic downturn, sometimes it pushes more people into looking for a second line of work, a second job, something to, to supplement the family income. And so you end up with more consultants. Yeah, I mean, we, we call it the lipstick index. You know, when when things get tough, people still want to take care of themselves. And so they still will have a skincare regimen or put on cosmetics. Sometimes they'll trade down, you know, and then not use a department store. They'll go to a mass market or something like that. So we, we don't have an excuse when times are tough that we know we can still do well and we should do well because some of our, you know, one of the basic premises of our business is the opportunity. And if you aren't working as many hours as you want, or you're nervous about your job or your spouse's job, you want side, some side income, um, you know, our opportunity certainly is, should be leading the way for you to go to. And there aren't as many opportunities in direct selling as there used to be, are there? I mean, we've turned into a service economy. Yeah, I mean, there's there's still, I wish there was no competition, but there's still lots of competition for us. Um, but everybody's kind of had to find their own niche, right? And it's not so much um, the big names anymore. You know, Avon clearly isn't as, as prevalent as it used to be. Um, so you have to fight and we have to fight just like everybody else to, to get our voice heard and to get our opportunity in front of people. And, and that's the beauty of Mary Kay because when, when they see it and they get into it, they like it. And, and that's what works for them and obviously what works for us. You know, I really hadn't thought about the geopolitics, but you bring up, I mean, you were a major factor in Russia, Ukraine, so obviously those markets are tough. I know you just opened a new $125 million corporate building in Shanghai, and and you all were in China long before it was fashionable to be in China, if memory serves. No, you're exactly right. I mean, we were we were there in the mid-90s, and in fact, after being there for open about two years, the government just said, we're not sure about direct selling. We got to get our hands around it. So we want you direct seller, direct sellers to um, pause your business and run it like a retail shop for a year. And obviously we're not set up to do that. So we kept all our employees and paid them. And that was one of the smartest things, you know, I ever did was to keep paying them. And because when they got things figured out and then they opened up, we took off in China. Well, as a corporate CEO, does it give you any pause to invest $125 million in a, in a country which sometimes is friendly and sometimes isn't? Uh, yeah, it gives me a lot of pause. <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes some sleepless nights or, or get up a little bit earlier than I want to thinking about it. But, um, you know, it's certainly been the right decision for us. And, and uh, you know, the opportunity that the China, whether it's in China or whatever market in Asia or Europe or South America, um, you know, women are the same. They want the opportunity and they, and if they want to succeed, we hope that they find a home at Mary Kay for sure. Well, and you all keep growing. I mean, you keep finding, I thought you were everywhere there was. And I noticed you just opened up Peru, <laughs> but we still got more. We still have some markets that, that we're not open yet, uh, into, and, and we will eventually, it's just a matter of time. Well, how many, how many men do you have working as consultants right now, what percent? Oh, I, Do you have a sense? 
percentage wise less than one percent easily less than one percent and but some of them are, are very successful but um you know that's that hasn't been our focus but we welcome everyone all right so i i know you you rest a little bit and then pick up and start uh, uh two more four-day seminars so what do you what do they want to hear when they come into town what do you what do you tell them what do you teach them well for us it's pretty simple we want to educate them and whether it's to you know how to sell how to share the opportunity um, but we also a big part of it is is that we want to recognize them too um, there's not too many jobs where you get to when you're successful, you get to go in front of a stage of five, six, seven thousand of your peers and get applauded. I mean, you know, I'm sure you're used to it, but not a lot of people get get standing ovations for just doing their job and when they do it well. And uh, so we want to motivate them and and recognize them and educate them, all three. Yeah, and I and and congratulations are in order because I noticed you won a big award the other day, the Bravo Leadership Award, that's given by the Direct Selling News. So congratulations to you for that. Thank you. That that just means when you get those those lifetime awards like that, that you uh, you're getting old. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and so you still put on the tuxedos, right? For the absolutely. Not too many people want to wear a tuxedo when it's 105 degrees out in Dallas in the <laughs> end of July, beginning of August. But we do it gladly. You kind of stand out when you're driving down the tollway doing that, don't you? <laughs> yes, you yes, you do. David Hall is chairman and CEO of Mary Kay and has been for over two decades. It's it's always good to spend time with you. Thank you, sir. Same here, David. Great to see you. Take Thanks care. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.